Summit from a fresh perspective on business. Our very own podcast. Our very own podcast. What number is this? This is number 14, which is what in Spanish, Laura Leyland? Catorce. 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 It's very angry. He does sound like an angry command. Catorce. Mm. Get out. Oh, shut up is callate. Callate. Very good. Very, very similar. Similar words. So... This is episode 14 and the title is, are you going to sing it with me? Yeah. One, two, three. Sales, sales, sales. We're looking for some big deals. Wow, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Bust. <laughs> really, really good. That was strong. Very harmonising. Honestly, we can have a, we, we should do a song next. Mm-hmm. So we're in the place that we're always in. We're in the kitchen. Lenny's under the we'll table. we'll somewhere different. Yeah, when I get a better house. What about in the office? Yeah, it's just echoey as hell. We need to try Trial. Yeah, we can trial it. Yeah, the microphone actually might work in there because it's a great microphone. So, yeah, we're here. My fire, fire alarm keeps beeping and Lenny doesn't like it when the fire alarm beeps. And so he's shaking under the table now because it's very scary time. Was, so, I mean, he's not had a good day, really, because something got delivered through the post and it was stuck through the oh. the, the letterbox and he did not like that. He wouldn't, go anywhere, he wouldn't even go to the front room. Very scared, very scared of very strange things and, and I don't know why. Lemon. Scared of pans. And lemons. Lemons, yeah, I mean... He's a strange, strange guy, strange kind of guy, but, you know, he's very attractive and very beautiful and very well-behaved most of the time, so we love him very much. So we are sisters and business partners, and we own a business called Fresh Perspective Resourcing, where we've got an amazing family of females working for us, and now we've got our own podcast, which is super, super, super exciting. And radio show. And radio show, and just about everything else. Because we've got a TV show soon. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. That'll Idea right there, right mm-hmm. down. Very good. So, because you guys don't always listen to the end of our podcast, because that's we understand that everyone's got a lot of things to do and, and it might be too long, we're telling you where you can find us at the beginning so that then you can tell us how much you like or maybe dislike, but or you won't if, dislike yeah. the podcast. Or if you want to be interviewed, because we, like, we are on the hunt for guests to be mm. interviewed in our Idiots We Love section. Yeah, so our interview section of our podcast is called Idiots We Love, so you need to not be precious about the title. If you think, Do you know what, I'm an idiot and I'm lovable then get in touch with us. Mm. And if you're an idiot that we don't love, we probably wouldn't call you an idiot, we might use a swear word. Mm. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. wouldn't be as soft as that, definitely not. So, Laura, where can our lovely listeners find us? Uh, the best way is if you Google us, and then you will find our gorgeous, gorgeous website with an email address and a telephone number. <gasps> or you can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. Excellent! So many places. Very good. And Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts and drystoneradio.com. Yeah, because we've got our own radio show now, which is absolutely blooming tremendous. How hot is it in here? It is hot. Emily's got the heat now because she, she oh. had her washing outside. She's got no clean bedding because she's not washed her other set of bedding. So she's having to wash both today. And then it started raining, raining when we were on our Facebook Live, which was a bit of a drama. And uh, <laughs> now she's got all the heat on. Oh, it's so very hot because we've got to shut the door so that you can't hear... Well, so it's not echoey on the mic. And, see, and I've got a red chin. Have I got a red chin? Is it red? A little bit pink. Once I get a ridge, ridge. <laughs> Once I get a ridge chin. chin. <laughs> <laughs> Once I get a ridge chin. I don't know what accent oh, it is. I've been perfect. It's South African. It sounds like it, yeah. <laughs> I've been watching The Fall, um, and it's based in Belfast, and pizzas are really perfected. Oh, my God, do it. Hi, no, Brian Coy. She always going to say, and that's Irish, but that's where that's <laughs> Northern Irish, babe. 
<laughs> Sorry. Well done, great geography skills. <laughs> I was like, is that not Scotland? No. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. My chin's getting even redder. Oh, anyway. So, yeah, we've just done a really, really funny Facebook Richie. Live where we talk about <laughs> Richie. <laughs> where we talk about a lot of crazy things that are going on at the moment. And then we were talking about it being competitive, but not being competitive because our award ceremony that we're going to do at the end of January called the Freshies, for those of you that didn't know, it's going to all be, it's, well, it's dedicated to empowering and supporting and sort of shining a light on the people that have done really, really good stuff mm. in the tough year that's been 2020. Yeah, celebrating each other. Yeah. And I was saying, I was trying to say competition, but instead I said cock off. <laughs> And, yeah, it started this whole thing about what a cock-off is. Gives you an insight into Emily's brain. Yeah. Now, I think I heard the term a long, long time ago, and it was referred to about, like, a you know, like when, like, your lads are playing rugby and stuff, and they'll have a cock-off in the changing rooms. Like a pissing contest. I don't, I mean, a whole pissing contest. Oh, imagine if you all having a cock-off and pissing on each other. No, actually, it's not from the, it's from when a friend of mine was at Edgehill University... And, oh, no, that's where they did it. And they used to have cock-offs. And they do all, like, weird, like, wrestling naked and stuff. Like, the sports teams. And I just think, it's just really our, strange. Just so you know, our awards ceremony is not going to be like that. <laughs> There's no naked mud wrestling at our awards. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, more like a cock fight. Like, no. You know, like, actual, the animal of a cock. No. The animal of well, I think a what cock. I think that, <laughs> what you think is a sword fight. <laughs> <laughs> So we talked about that for quite a long while. Well, it was very funny. It, it was much was. more funny at the time. Yeah, it's still funny now. People yeah. have been laughing into their mugs. They will. So what else is going on? Oh, what are we doing tonight? Oh. Oh, I am chaperoning Emily to a school dance. No, not a school dance. She's mm. going to see um, Tom Martin, who... Um, I, I can always say physio because it's just easy to say I'm going for physio when people are like, what are you doing? I yeah. don't know what to call it. More like a therapist because it's not like well, physio. Nice, but, it, um, but yeah, he's um, he's really really brilliant at like um, helping with muscle tightness, mobility, stuff like that. So I've been seeing him for a while, but it is quite intense because my muscles are very stubborn, and so I can sometimes be left with a few bruises. A few. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just a few. Calm down. And Emily has got a sore neck. She complains about it all the time. She's, doing, she's cracking it right now. And so I'm like, you need to go and see him and see if he can help. But she's scared because he's a, he is quite a big guy. He's um, a competitive... I've just seen his WhatsApp picture. Competitive powerlifter. Um, and so she's a bit she's a bit scared. Uh, so I'm going with her. <laughs> I don't want to go. I'm going to be paying well, someone to hurt me. Very, very brave. Mm. Very brave. Yeah. What else? Oh, Ryan Eyre have been annoying us this week. We hate Ryan Eyre. Pissed us right off. Yeah, they're horrible. Oh. You're horrible. You really are horrible. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Rhino, what's his name? Can't remember. He's Irish. <laughs> He's Irish. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Not from Scotland. Um, <laughs> oh, they're so we mean, flat. We thought we, we thought we'd be really nice to our team because they've I worked their absolute asses off for us during lockdown and gone above and beyond and showed up for us more than they ever had before and that is, was a lot already mm. and so we thought well let's take them on a yoga retreat in Ibiza to show our appreciation give them a bit of downtime and let them chill out and have a good time we booked our flights on the 23rd of July 
And I think. Yeah. And then on the 25th or the 27th, um, Spain and the Balearics and the Canaries went on the quarantine list. <sighs> so obviously it means you've got to quarantine when you come back. And then eventually the yoga retreat cancelled because of this. But obviously we still have our flights. And Ryanair yeah. being Ryanair, not cancelling flights. Like other and more reputable <laughs> organisations. Oh, I know. It's just unfair, isn't it? Massively unfair. And then now we're just getting shafted, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, so Absolutely shafted. So they said, oh, you can change your flights for, for free. But it has to be this year and it has to be to Ibiza. I mean, who wants to go to Ibiza after September? Not me. No one, because it's not very warm. There's nothing going on. No. But then if we wanted to move it to next year, they want to charge us an extra seven. £768 for four flights. No credit notes ever to be spoken it about, apparently. 1100 quid in the first place, so they want to charge us nearly another £800, so it'll be nearly double. Yeah, it's really We're out very, of very upset with Ryanair. So, yeah... Do you know, I really don't think I'm going to book with them again, but they're always the cheapest, aren't they? And that's what's they're really annoying. They're always there, they go everywhere. They're always there, yeah, exactly. But I don't know they're still in business because they're really unethical bastards. Naughty people! Yeah, we are going to put a tweet out. <laughs> We that was a really bad time to take a swig of my drink. We know how to hurt you. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have that many followers. <laughs> What's it time for now, Em? Our theme of the week. Oh, very high. Thank you. It started off low. So this is all about sales. You've got really pink ears. I'm hot. I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm hot. I'm very hot. My chin is on fire. I've got a red chin. <laughs> that's not the theme of the week though what's the theme of the week so it's sales all about sales I mean obviously everyone needs sales now more than ever because it's been really tough with regards to coronavirus and lockdown and everything falling off the edge of a cliff and even if it's not sales you, if you're a candidate you're still selling yourself oh, everyone is you're selling, selling your soul you know <laughs> don't sell your soul but I suppose what we want to talk to you about is how it makes us feel and I suppose our journey with sales I mean I was kind of a background person at Fresh so I was I've always run the delivery team and been a delivery member myself so been kind of one of the engineers in the organisation and then it's probably this year really I've started to become more forward facing I wanted to do more in terms of sales driving business forward getting us out there obviously developing the podcast and the radio which were things that were really close to my heart and I suppose my journey with sales has really come on quite a lot and now that we've got to this point where Laura and I are really confident we're assertive we're kind of comfortable in our own skin when it comes to the business sales is not something that scares us is it but I suppose in the past when I was in a recruitment agency, I was absolutely petrified to just even make a call. I'd make myself really small and I'd get into the inside of my screen because I'd be on a floor with like 80 other people. And I was just petrified. To, and that was just candidates. That wasn't even clients. It was just hideous. And I suppose this has kind of come up because we've got Evie, who is hideous. new. Hideous. hideous. That's a Sex in the City reference. If you don't know from when they were in France. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Evie is relatively new to sales, isn't she? So... She's got a new position in the business called a brand ambassador, which is pretty much dedicated to sales and bringing in leads and converting. And we were talking about her journey with sales and Evie is like a lead machine. She's amazing at bringing in business, but then fears the closing bit, fears the asking for the business. And I think this is a big thing, isn't it? Yeah, she gives everything at the beginning. She's really sparkly and she attracts people in and they want to know more and they come through the process. I think Evie, Evie then almost withdraws sometimes it's subconsciously although she is aware of it at the end but not at the time and then I think her her energy her enthusiasm her sparkle probably diminishes quite a lot and and I do think that will send a message to them Mm. so it's just 
how do we how do we enable her so that her sparkle doesn't dull? And I imagine this happens to a lot of people. Yeah, and that's I was what one I of these about. people. Absolutely, absolutely. I do think it's that big thing, isn't it? That you you people buy from you. The whole reason these people are on the phone with Evie is because they think she's ace at what she does, Which and she rightly is. so. But then it's that kind of oh my goodness, it's you forget that they are here for a reason, and they're not just time wasting gets who literally love to just spend hours doing something that will come to nothing that isn't the case but it's that think, fear isn't it of uh, yeah. ending the process and it being positive it's weird because uh, the stereotypical sales persona is that of pushiness aggressive non-listening just keeping going no matter what mm. that that you kind of you you then feel and then i think it's on a subconscious level that when you, you when you're working in sales and we on purpose didn't give you the title of job uh, uh, title of sales person she's a brand ambassador because that encapsulates sales marketing social media etc yeah and um, but i think once you, even if it's subconscious you think that you because you're a salesperson that you're a pest and that you're pushing people yeah, especially in recruitment to, yeah, as well trying to sell them something that they don't really want which is not the case and like when i went internal after six six years of working within recruitment agencies that was one of the main things for me. I was like, oh, thank goodness. I'm not going to have to sell anymore. Yeah, that I just relief. Need, yeah, I just need to, to sell the business to candidates and, and vice versa. I don't have to go out and find business. Then when we had a great idea to set up Fresh Inspector, like, yes, we can do this. We can be in control of our own destiny. We'll revolutionise recruitment. And then we're like, oh, hang on. We've got to do our own sales again. We've got to sell. <laughs> and this time it's how scary set. selling. It's nuts, isn't it? It is nuts because we were talking, what were we saying on holiday, right? So me and Laura were on a beach on holiday in Crete recently and uh, and I, we really wanted to paddleboard, didn't we? And we never paddleboarded. No, we didn't do it and there's a reason why we didn't do it though because we, we wanted it a holiday where we were just horizontal for most of the time and really wanted to chill out and just sort of kick back and I was going, I can see like a little place over there that's got kayaks and paddle boards and other you know, like jet skis and stuff like that. 200 metres away from where we yeah. were on the beach. Yeah, just to kind of put it in context. And then, and I was like, why is there not someone walking around saying, oh, we've got a, a thing over there, like we've got like a little hut and you can do this, that. And then I would have been like, mint, will you get us, will you sort as a paddle board out? Yeah, how much is it? When can we book? What yeah. availability have you got? But I couldn't be bothered because I was on holiday and I wanted to share. I couldn't bother going over there and inquiring. And then I decided not to do it because of that. And then it got us thinking, didn't it? We were like, hang on. Every so, night we'd be like, oh, look at those people paddleboarding for the sunset. Every night, <laughs> every night. But I just, I wanted someone to come over and sort it out for me because I didn't want to have to do it myself. But, and then, it's, but we're, we're so bothered about asking people yeah. if they want to buy and it's just Ooh, nuts. That's probably because a lot of people in that situation in the past, they just, they do harass you on, I mean, there was a couple of guys trying to sell us I don't know, um, sarongs and <laughs> bracelets and jewellery. and But it's, the, it's their approach. You just come over with the hard sell. And so you don't want to talk to them, even if you want a sarong. You're like, no, go away. It's too much. Yeah. And so the people at the, at the, the paddleboarding place are probably like, well, I don't want to be one of those people. I have no idea if they think this, but I'm assuming. Yeah, I get you. That because of the reputation of people selling stuff on the beach, like, well, we don't want to be that kind of people. But it's just all a question of your approach, your rapport building, relationship building, communication. You don't have to come over going, excuse oh. me, love, do you want a paddleboard? And you're like, you just be like, oh, are you, how long are you on holiday? Are you having a good time? What's your hotel like? You just talk to people. Yeah. Person to person, human to human. You just talk to them. Because like, if someone had said, do you like to paddleboard? I'd have been like, yeah, yeah, I'm on. 
I love paddle boarding. Yeah, Please bring it to me and I will give you the money. Bring me a board and some paddles. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, it's really, really interesting. I think the more we talk about this as well, like, because we, you need to not, I think we've all probably been rude to a salesperson, haven't we? Yeah. We've all probably hung up and gone, what the hell are you even trying to say to me? We've spoken to him really disrespectfully. And I do think just trying to do the job. Exactly. I think that if you start with yourself, because everyone has to sell at some point, no matter what you're doing. Like, even the girls who do delivery, they're still selling, they're still upselling all the time. So everyone sells, no matter what it is that you do. And I think if you start treating people who try to sell to you with respect, then it will probably subconsciously make you start to feel that there is more respect in sales. And then when you're selling in whatever capacity it is, you might start, you might, you might start you feeling might better start. about it. But I do think, it, I think everything starts with deep you. Then. I did, didn't I? I sounded <laughs> like that guy. Is it from Blackpool? Uh, off Coronation Street, Fred? Oh, I don't know. Yes. The Butcher. Like. The Butcher. Oh, very good. Yeah, The Butcher. Yeah, and it's it's just, if you stop thinking about sales and you start thinking about building relationships, finding out what people are struggling with, what do they need, and then if it's something that you can help with, whether it's what you do as a job or advice or pearl of wisdom you can give as a person that's been through something similar, then you wouldn't just go up to someone saying, right, I've, this happened to me, so here's my advice, without knowing that they had a problem. I don't know, they're having boyfriend or girlfriend troubles. You're like, oh my God, this happened to me. I can give you advice on mm. this if you want it. Yeah, I But agree. you wouldn't go and give someone advice on the relationship if, A, you didn't know if they were having a problem with it. Would you? So it's, no. you go over, you talk to people, and if it comes you're up... You're fat signed, don't yeah. you? Yeah. If it comes up in conversation, you're like, oh my God, I can help with this. I've got a paddle board. I've got a paddle board. I've got some paddles. <laughs> Um, whatever it you is. can watch the sunset. Oh, sales is like this. You just you talk to people. You have a chat about them, about you, about the weather yeah, or whatever. Identify a need, don't and then you? Then they might be like, do you know what? I'm having a really tough day because someone's just handing the notice, and you're like, yeah. oh my goodness, we can solve that problem. We so this brings us nicely into what section, but we've not got long on it because we're kind of already in it now anyway with this disrespect in the okay. sales industry. But we can cover off a few things. So what is this section called? Grinding my gears. Yes, nice and succinct. Snappy. So another thing that really annoys us about sales is ghosting. Oh. Do not do this to us. No, we will just hunt you down, and we won't. We won't tell you, you off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we will do a tweet. We're not quite as bad as Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> but this is why, as well, it brings all that pest stuff out, doesn't it? Because you just feel like. Hello, did you get that email? Did you get that proposal that I spent five hours on that you asked me to do? Like some guy contacted me recently and said, um, I really want to work with you. I want you to find like five people or whatever to come and join the business. I was like, great. And then and I said, but before we do that, let's have a look at your business, your presence online, that kind of thing. Your branding, are you making sure that you market yourself to your candidates? And then he went, well, you're going to have a look and, and see what we look like. And then I, I shut, I, I had a look and did some research and stuff, spent time, even though it was him who contacted me, sent him an email summarising what, what my findings and what I think we might need to do together. And he's not replied, and that has really grinded my gears. That is just rude. Because I just think, you've contacted us. Like, why would you do that? Just have, just at least say, Emily, I really, really appreciate your time on this. I'm having a bit of a mad week, and I'll come back to oh you God, and set my yeah. expectation. So that is, a, that is a part of ghosting, but we're talking about the stuff when people just literally... And they're just not there anymore. Like they don't, yeah, they don't want to buy it. They, um, because salespeople, like recruitment people, have ha- have a bad reputation because of all the people that came before us that did it wrong, that did it for the wrong reasons, in the wrong way. 
um, and who were pushy and were aggressive because there are people in every situation, every industry that do that do it the wrong way and do it badly and they're the ones that people remember and they're the ones that give the rest of us yeah. a bad name. And so we, I understand that people feel like they want to treat us a certain way because of all the bad experiences that they've had before. I totally get it. And I get it in sales. You think, I think it's okay to ignore people, to not go back. To but it's not. Hold them at the end of, a, of the line or the string and just, just pick them up when they need it, which could be like months later, like, oh, by the way, can we go ahead with this? Mm. And you're like, what? It's, no, like, it's not You want to just right. read someone's WhatsApp message and then not reply for months, then just reply and not mention anything, just reply to the message. No, you it, wouldn't. And it's just treating, it doesn't matter whether we're sales, whether we're recruitment, accountants, whatever, we are people talking to people and no one should ever ignore anybody. No, definitely not. No, we've got a big thing about being ignored, haven't we? And I don't know. I'd love to like get inside our brains and see what started this whole thing, but being ignored is our absolute pet hate and we really, really struggle with it, don't we? <laughs> and then I think, other than that, I think we're probably going to wrap up because, well, actually, no, let's touch on this quick. So another thing is about when someone kind of tells you they don't want to work with you, but they, they, oh, they're yeah. too soft and they're too like, I don't know what the issue is, but they're not prepared to say what the actual problem is so that you can come to a solution. Then you they end up actually missing out because they needed you in the first yeah. place. And they say really vague things like we've decided to go in a different direction. Mm. And you're like, well, what Bullshit. does that mean? Backwards. <laughs> it must be and, if it's not working it's like, with us. All they need to say is, do you know what? Thank you so much for your time, but it's a bit out of the price range that we were thinking, or it's going to take longer than we thought, so we're going to see if there's another option we can do faster. Or actually, it doesn't do what we wanted it to do it's been you've provided a lot of information and it sounds great but this we, we it's not doing what we want yeah it isn't the right product for us Fine. because if people say these things then you're like oh actually yeah well if you say that this is out of your budget you might be able to tailor a different solution to fit their budget but yeah. without knowing what it is you'll never be able to do that so you these people need to just be brave and be a little bit more honest when they're declining a Absolutely, sale. Absolutely, because then it will feedback makes things better, and especially feedback that people don't want to hear. As horrible as it is, it's always going to make you better. Absolutely. We are going to leave you on that note, and we're going to go to the physio man. Oh, <laughs> wish Emily good luck. She'll be very bruised and battered next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.